Hello. Hello, and welcome to Degrassi. High Hi as fuck. fuck. So, we got another exciting episode today. Yep. Like, really exciting. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get into it, but let's, I think we should introduce the topic first, right? Yeah. Today, we are going to talk about blackmail and all the ways Degrassi can show you how it's done, how to be blackmailed, how to blackmail somebody else. Just in case you need to do that, which hopefully you don't, you don't do scumbag. That. What's don't wrong do that. with you? Don't that's messed black- up. Like that's, out of all the things on this Degrassi is a- that has happened in real life to me, I had a hard time coming up with any time that somebody's like actually blackmailed me. Yeah, that was difficult for the both of us, I think. Uh, we were I- like, let's relate to this. And then we were like, black, like blackmail, you got to be messed up to blackmail someone. Yeah, you know? and I mean, you know, I think the internet makes it a lot easier for people to do that now. There's you know? gray areas of it. You know, yeah. you hear these things about like, oh, somebody posted something online and then it was brought to their employer or something. So yeah. It's okay. something that happens. I mean, if that's or like it could be brought to their no, employer. but the idea is somebody's threatening, yeah, you and the holding something against it... you. I mean, real deal blackmail is like, uh, give me like fifty thousand dollars, or I'm gonna like sell your nude photos to the press. I, yeah. But nobody here is Kim Kardashian, so it does. Oh, I mean, she probably yeah, makes nobody wants money my nude photos. They'd pay yeah. me to keep them secret. Yeah. I think that's that's the problem here. Yeah. So I, I was mentioning that when I was thinking about it, I've had you've had situations where people blow up people's spots. Yeah, like you know? usually I think in my world people just skipped the blackmail and went straight to ruining people's yeah, lives. Yeah, exactly. You know? If there was someone who cheated on someone and you're like, oh cool, he sent me these nude photos of him. I, he sent me these dick pics. Cool, I'm gonna blast him up. I'm gonna blast him on Facebook. I had one girl straight up make copies of a photo and throw it outside the school. That's but there was intense. no blackmail. That wasn't blackmail. That was just like revenge. Just straight up revenge. Yeah. No we'll warning. Save, save that for the revenge episode. Yeah. Uh, so this is like more twisted. You have like a you have like a alternate d- plan to do something else to hold against someone. So. So. Um, you know. So we're doing two different episodes because, of course, blackmail has been explored m- multiple times on Degrassi. Yeah. You know. We so, did research on even more than we can cover in this episode. Yeah. So we just chose two. So we we decided we were gonna do one from next class, which is the episode "Since We Being Honest," which involves like a Zigmaya and uh, Hunter Hollingsworth. Uh, blackmail situation and then the second one is a nine is 99 problems from uh season 10 season of, 10 yeah season 10 a weird weird and it's a two-parter it is but yeah so there are two different types of blackmail so you know we've we've got those to explore but first we have another little ditty because when we find these little weird ditties in these episodes we need to have everyone involved. It's like a theme song. Look, yeah. we can't sing the Degrassi theme song to you. Actually, we could probably sing the we Degrassi could. theme song to you at every episode. And we make up new words depending on the episodes we're doing. So maybe one day we'll share that with you guys. One day. But but it's it's a lot to perform on cue like that, okay? Yeah. We're podcasters, not singer, performer, songwriters. Yeah. Um, so here's a little ditty from 99 Problems Part 2 to get us started before we get into Since We Being Honest.
All right. Okay, well, uh... I got that, a lot to say about that song, but I'm going to hold on to that until it, later. It's just been stuck in our head, so I think we just had to get it out from the jump so that way we can get back to it. From the jump. So, first we're going to start off with, since we being honest... We're Benjamin buttoning it again. Uh, we're going to start a little later with the with the next class. Because we, we felt like there... It was a, I mean, it's a good way to like introduce this topic of blackmail because this blackmail is pretty. It's it, yeah. It seems it it seems intense, but it's it's not too terribly intense because this is something that's you could relate on. to a little bit more. I think because yeah. like they're, they're it's it's you know it's teen drama. It's yeah. teen drama, baby. So the episode starts off where like Maya's getting already harassed by like people on the internet. Yeah. Because of her shutting down some video game event that went on at the school because I guess she felt they were being yeah, sexist gamer- and not being inclusive. Yeah, the gamers club. You know. Um, yeah, and you know, of course, uh, Hunter's going to take that personally. Hunter takes everything personally He because he's slightly frightening most of the time. I don't know how anybody has a conversation with him. He's Degrassi's embodiment of, like, 4chan culture. He's like, yeah. he obviously spends yeah. a lot of time on image board, message boards, yeah. and like gets into it with these He's like... He's hard to get through to when you're just trying to have a regular conversation with him. You're like... Yeah, he 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 definitely, you know, embraces that kind of culture, and, you know, it it's hard for him to relate to somebody like Maya, who has, you know, different kind of layers to her personality. She's and... also in this weird, like funk of a depression you know yeah like, well you know it's degrassi man a lot of stuff happens there it's yeah. gonna it's gonna put you in a weird mood yeah you know? uh so zig gets upset that she's like getting you know harassed and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna find it i'm gonna find out who did it you know i'm gonna find out but we all know that he hooked up oh, with yeah. zoe we all know that we saw that, and they they filmed it for whatever reason. Um, well, Hunter filmed it, which that's what's weird. Is so. Was it? Did he? Wasn't him? Okay, I guess we're having this argument <laughs> facially right now. I thought Hunter filmed it. I guess because he was like, I got this video. Sorry, I I got this video of like you hooking up with Zoe and. If you tell everybody I'm the one who's been threatening to hit Maya with a sack of quarters on the internet, then I'm going to blow up your spot and Maya's going to know that you hooked up with Zoe. I guess I thought Hunter filmed that and I was like, ew, what a creep. So I guess he didn't film that. Who filmed that? Winston? Did Winston do this? (laughs) Winston's got his own black man. We'll have to come back to that. Someone filmed Zig and Zoe hooking up, which I mean... It seemed like a relatively close photo, like, video. So I just feel like they probably must have known there were people in the area, so they should have been a little bit more on the sly about what they were doing. But Zig, whatever. Obviously, Zig got caught cheating, but Maya doesn't know about it. Grace knows about it because she's friends with Zig, and Zig confides in her. So now Grace is in the weird position where, you know, Zig's like, Oh, I need to help Maya. I care about her. But, you know, I'm, you know, otherwise I'm 
gonna be blackmailed by Hunter because I he has this video and she's like, I don't know if you really feel bad for Maya or you just feel bad that you're the one who's hurting Maya. <laughs> yeah, like that's the thing. He he does feel bad in some ways, but I think he's more scared of getting caught cheating because Zig likes to be the nice bad. He was the bad boy when he showed up on the scene, and yeah. now he like. Now he's like the sweetheart, the the sweetheart yeah. bad well, boy. Well, I feel like there was that period of time when he, you know, like had his moments with Maya where it was like she was bringing that out in him and now it's like it's permanently there. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, so so Zig, I I do we feel bad for Zig in this scenario? He's a cheater. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I actually but I but don't. I never I don't want to side with Hunter who's kind of playing the devil, the devil guy, the demon chaos <laughs> he's demon. He's playing. He's playing the devil. He is, man. I mean, he's just I have there there's very little that I find like pop, like I'm like, "Oh, man. Okay, you know what? I give him a chance." Like, no. <laughs> like I probably would try to talk to him, but like everything he says frightens me a lot yeah so i'm not i'm not a fan so no i don't i don't side with him for doing that because i don't really think i think using a video of someone hooking up to like out them cheating because you're like har just so you could keep harassing that person yeah seems really kind of twisted like yeah, and because you're the really idea, just harassing the, her on the internet. The idea that he's accomplishing anything by harassing somebody on Twitter is kind of also what's like, dude. But I have my freedom of speech. Yeah. I can say what I want on the internet. You can't tell me what to say when I'm telling people they're feminist bitches. Yeah, go ahead and say that, but it doesn't mean that you're actually accomplishing what you what you you're not affecting any change, Hunter. No, you're you just being a grumpy... Effect change. Change your gamer Trump group. supporter. That's what you're <laughs> acting like. Yeah, you're a bot. You're, <laughs> you're a hunter bot. You're a bot. You're a hunter bot on the internet. Yeah, so... But He's just a big jumbled mess of bad choices. That's been my, that's been my problem with him for yeah. a bit. I feel like he needs to... He needs to check himself before he, also he wrecks did cause himself. Cause the swatting before this. Yeah, he caused the swatting, yeah. which is an is that. I mean, that's that. That's that why shit's I'm. shit's intense. That's why you can't feel bad at all because uh, you're like you are a nut. Yeah, you're a nutty. Person. I don't want to go to school with somebody like him. He would. He would like. I would accidentally say something to him. Like here, here's the thing. I have a personality where it's like I I say things that like that are the opposite of what I mean. And when I was younger, this was a problem for me because I'd like speak with a very dry humor, and people would always think I was an asshole because I was like kind of saying mean things but uh i i usually uh, people could understand i'm joking because that's against my personality type yeah but somebody like hunter i feel like if i said that shit to him he would straight up come at me and be like that fucking guy maybe, said this to maybe me he'd come but, at you know what he would do is he'd walk away from you silently then go to his gamer buddies and be like yo we need to plan this like twisted event on this person's house or follow them around and make them uncomfortable for like a month like he's a crazy like he's not the kind of person who would try to threaten to fight you in, in school like that's the yeah. kind of stuff that you hope for you're like oh, okay fine let's go you want to fight me fight me this guy is gonna like wait then write a, your name on a fucking list and then bring a fucking gun to school yeah and then have to have people talk him down like his brother through text message <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. We, we go off on, on the Hollandsworths. They, the, they frighten me a little. It, Even Frankie, like, I don't find, like, justification 
A lot of what her. she does, it's. I mean, we. Their their family is complicated. Okay, okay? So they got they got diplomats in the family, and and I guess that makes you complicated. Yeah, that makes look you at complicated. Declan and Fiona. Uh, yeah, right. That's that's very complicated. Oh yeah, that's a whole episode unto itself. I think as we get, as we move on to those as we go through. Uh, but yeah, so. Ultimately, I don't. I feel like the only person I feel bad for here is Maya. Maya's like kind of in her own weird place because she's dealing with obviously the repercussions of the swanning and and harassment, and and also, you know, she keeps doing stuff to de-stress. Oh, she's Maya. Talk, yeah, yeah. She keeps like, oh, I'm, I'm like really trying to de-stress and drink my de-stress tea and calm down and blah, blah, blah. So much so that when Zig tells her that he hooked up with Zoe, she was like, no, well, she was like, okay, well, just hooked up. And he was like, yeah. It was just, she was defeated, you know? That's what it is. It's like when you get to that point where everything's no, exactly. working against you, exactly. you're like, That's oh. why you feel bad for her, because it's like, just, that's, that's the kind of, so I would, That's the kind of reaction I think I would have, because, like, I hit a limit, and then once I'm, like, there, I'm like, you know what? It figures. It figures. This is how it is. This is where I'm at, like... I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel like when I get to those places, I probably have more, like, a Zoe breakdown. Yeah. Like, a scream at everybody in public, and then, <laughs> you know, like... And then, like, let it go later, like... Yeah. So, you know, I mean, we all deal with things in our own different ways. So, yeah, I think, really, the the one who's getting... Getting the worst out of this blackmail is, is uh, Maya, and she's not really, doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, it's the, the thing is that this episode based around the fact that Maya is, like, you know, being harassed, but she has very little to do with this, the plot because it's mostly Zig and Hunter going back and forth. She's just, like, trying to, like, get on with things, and, you know, she still thinks everything's chill with Zig for, the, like, the whole episode. It's Zig running around to Tiny and Grace and going... Oh my god, I'm so stressed out. I'm so stressed out over all of these people. And it's like, no, you're just stressed because you're a liar and you know it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, and oh my god. And so he keeps getting into it with Hunter. And like he thinks Hunter's going to stop because he calls him out on it. And like yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't work out that yeah. way for him. Like he he calls him out, but like, yeah, the, he just threw that blackmail in your face. You thought he was going to like actually stop? Like... He keeps going, yeah. you know, like... Uh, it isn't going to end. You can just tell when you look into Hunter's eyes, and I feel like Zig just isn't... <laughs> he's just not... His cold, dead eyes. He's not really catching on, you know? So, as much as Zig can tend to be a sweetheart, I think this is... I think this is honestly the moment where it's more like, look, Zig, you got to end the relationship with Maya... Yeah. You know, you got to end it because, you know, you, you don't really, you really didn't treat her too terribly right all the time. So, and she's got to work herself out without you making Yeah, without your, your, you complicated things behind her back. So now we got to deal with that thanks to you. Yeah. So quit that. That's kind of unnecessary. Sorry, there's a, a, I, I'm just looking at pictures while we're talking about this because I like to refresh my memory of things. But this is the episode that has that weird zoom in on Zig when he realizes that Hunter was oh. the one. Like, Hunter's walking down the hallway talking about how he, like, 
or he said something like, I'm going to slap said, you with a sack of quarters. He was like you. laughing with his other gamer yeah. buddy. He was like, uh, 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 did you hear what I said? I said I was going to slap her with a sack of quarters. Uh, <laughs> so it's got that weird zoom in on Zig when he realizes who it is. And that to me it's is like, like really funny. I, we, need a, like, we need a gif of that for our Twitter account, I, I think. Yeah, I think there might be one. I think yeah. I've seen it. Just, I just like to make notes of those things so that when we share them with you later... Um, you know, you get to enjoy what we enjoyed watching these episodes. Yeah, I really, again, this is one of those episodes, uh, we did, if you're following us on Instagram, uh, I like to, I, I like to be focusing on relationships, and recently I found some nice pictures of Zig and Tiny's bromance. This is a good episode that features some nice bromance with them, because, you know, he confides in Tiny a lot, and Tiny just kind of has his back all the time. He's just pretty much like, yeah, what? Whatever, we're gonna fight this kid? we we'll just fight this kid. Let's just fight him. He's harassing him on the internet. I don't know. We're we gonna go on the computer. He asked Tiny. He's like, you know how to, like, search somebody's uh, IP address from a face range? Tiny's like, I don't... What did just punch him? I don't know. Yeah, like that's not a that's not a real thing uh, that you can do. You can't uh, track. I mean, I'm sure you can, but like uh, track down your things. But like, the, I don't, it sounded but... like he just made up a bunch he... of jumbled <laughs> mess of words to to kind of like uh, sound smart and tracking someone down. If you're yeah. that obsessed, like fix your relationship problems first, buddy. All right, before you go down tracking down every blackmailer yeah, that you. A creep. Or uh, not blackmailer. I mean, he is a blackmailer, but before you track down every harasser, he's uh, Hunter the Swatter, Hunter the Blackmailer, (laughs) Hunter the Harasser. Um, Man, Uh, we really take it out on the Hollingsworths in this show, and I'm sorry. But it's not that we don't love them, but God, what is wrong with them? Yeah, yeah. And it's just hard because, you know. It to, you know when I thought that Miles, you'd be like, oh, you know, Miles is really, he's really messed up. He's a really messed up kid. But like, when you look at Hunter, you're like, man, Miles, you look, you look pretty solid. You're looking good, Miles. And then Miles turns around and defends Hunter. Yeah. So do you think so? So sticking to the topic of blackmail, right? Yeah. Do, how does this blackmail affect how Zig Zig acts from there on out? Because like at first he's like all gung ho about like catching these harassers, and then it makes him dial the pedal back a little bit. Uh, but well, like, do you, do you think he would have come clean without? It seems like no. he never would have come clean. No, I it, mean, so maybe, kind of forced him to be honest in that I way. No, Grace was Grace was pretty much like like telling him how he like she knew about it and was kind of like this is kind of messed up and that's what it is i don't really know if it made him become more truthful but i think what it might have i think the only person it really i guess it hurt but also helped maya yeah because it got her out of that with Zig, like you know, you need to be done. Yeah, you need to be done. So thank you, Hunter, for helping my. Uh... <laughs> yeah, haha! You thought you were harassing her, and turns out you just made it made her a free and single woman who does not need someone like Zig, who's like just hooking up with whoever he feels like, because you know that's what he does every once in a while. Every once in a while, yeah. This leads this leads Zig down a path of uh... weird. Uh, you know, just fooling around with a bunch of different people. Yeah. So, but I mean, we got time to get to that in other yeah, episodes. Yeah, we got tons of time. Um, but we all knew that's what he was into anyway. I mean, he acts yeah. like he's obsessed with Maya, but... I think he only likes Maya because 
for a while, Maya was mad obsessed. I think, I think, you know what? I think that that's what happens to Zig. I think Zig realizes that Maya's not as obsessed with him as she used to be. Yeah. Where she cared enough to pay all, because now she has her own things to deal with and, like, is dealing with, and so she doesn't really have the attention span to give him like she did in the beginning. Yeah. And I think that's what what he realized was like when she was when she said it. I guess he was ex- he probably wanted her to get upset and like you know have this whole like you know makeup kind of thing. And instead, it was like, all right, yeah, the deuces, bye. Yeah, you need to go. <laughs> you need to leave, Zig. Just go. Um, so, so it's kind of a natural end to the relationship for for yeah. Zig and Maya. I feel like they played it out. Yeah. for as long as they could and it kind of just fizzled out towards the end here with this they weren't it wasn't true love in the end because if it was Zig wouldn't be making mistakes yeah that he has to make up for later um so secretly thanking hunter for for bringing an end to a, a loveless relationship even if it was a bad way to do it um yeah also in this episode we did we you know since we're ripping all the hollandsworths and stuff uh, Frankie is like dreaming about Jonah in this episode because she hooked up with Jonah. You know, so oh, she's yeah. like she's on the sneak hooking up with Jonah because she's like in between dating Winston, and Winston's trying to get her back, and she's like hooking up with Jonah, and it's just so weird, yeah. so weird. One Winston, get away. From Frankie. Get away. First off, you spend way too much time at that house, bro. Yeah. Winston is always at the Hollingsworth house. Yeah. He's hanging out with Miles. And you're like, all right, fine. Now I'm dating Frankie. And you're like, bro, you got to get away from the house. Yeah, you're going to be one of them. The you don't want to end up a Hollingsworth, you know, I don't, even if that's not how that works. But you know what I mean, bro. And and Winston, we're, we're long defenders of Winston on this podcast uh, you gotta treat Winston right. That's one of our sayings here: is treat Winston right, treat Winston better. Yeah, treat and treat Winston, Winston with love and respect. Even if he did blackmail in a different episode, which he we, does. we talked about in the making of no, this. No, you know what? We should bring it up right now since we're, right. we're 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 just gonna bring up a quick little snippet of because we've also had there have been other blackmails. We want to just mention the Peter and Ma- the ultimate Peter Manny blackmail. Right. I am gonna be famous be famous so um yeah thank so you manuela so yeah when peter blasted out that boob video to the whole school like he was like that trying was to big deal. yeah that he was, was like trying deal. to get a date I yeah like, i mean Whoa. peter was i don't know that was frightening yeah, yeah. and uh, that's creepy and you know I, I that's one blackmail that's crappy but also there's a shout out to frankie's twisted confusing um chat booby snapchat yeah so degrassi has a snapchat called um chat so all the cheerleaders were oomph chatting their boobs in an episode apparently winston blackmailed the whole team yeah for for Frankie's for Frankie. sake. For Frankie. Ooh, how surprising a Hollingsworth is tied up in this scandal. Yeah, exactly. Um, Blackmail. And made Winston go bad. Okay, so maybe maybe Winston did it on his own accord, but Maybe. But he's been spending time with them for a long time now. Maybe it's just what he feels like this <laughs> is how gotta, he's he's gotta he's gotta do to fit in. It's that's how he fits <laughs> in. 
Yeah, so there's been a couple of uh, issues so, with blackmail yeah. in the history of Degrassi that we wouldn't we wouldn't want to completely overlook. No, and we'll and get especially to them. when we we talk about Winston being a good guy, we have to mention, look, he's not always a great he's guy. He's not always there's, a there's, great guy, but I think if you treat him better, he'll stay If you treat him right, light. if you treat your Winston right, he'll <laughs> he'll he'll treat you right for life. Yeah. That's that's the old saying, I yep. think. Um, so so that's pretty much that's pretty much um, the blackmail for since we being honest in episode the first season episode nine of Next Class. Yeah, you know. Do we? And I mean, even Miles has his own story going going on in that episode with Esme. I thought there yeah. was a, I thought there was a blackmail element to that, but that might be hard to say. No, she, actually, that was a little bit more like depression and. But she faked it so that he would get back with her, and I, I think, thought that was kind of like holding that over his head, like, "Oh, this is your fault that I am this but, way." Well, then and, I think it has to do more. I think it actually has to. Do, it's like a. It's like a slight. To the to mental illness a little bit yeah. because I think that's what's going on with Esme, um, but I think I think Miles doesn't handle that right at all, and I don't think that's fair. Yeah, because his brother is a nut, <laughs> so he needs to be a little bit nicer to people who struggle with mental illness because he seems to have that patience when his brother brings a gun to school. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's very patient with his brother. We were we were commenting on this <laughs> because we were like. Uh, Miles is at his best when he is, Miles is at his best when he's, like, almost, like, brothering and taking care of, uh, Hunter. And it's like, oh, I really like them together, but, uh... (laughs) For for brief moments, (laughs) because then something happens, and you're like, uh, Hunter just ruined this, and there's no coming back. It usually takes Tristan to tell Miles, like, (laughs) what, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you giving him so much leeway? Like, he is, uh, you shouldn't really be this kind to somebody who brings a gun to school. Uh, you should, you should alert the authorities, which, you know, he does eventually, but that's, that's... Again, uh, another episode, another time, another (sighs) chaos demon. Uh, so, so should we move on to... I think we should get to the next one. It's a heavy one. Uh, yeah, it's a two-parter as well, um, and it's called, named after the Jay-Z song, 99 Problems, baby. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, I sing 99 Problems a lot while we were watching this. I can't help it. And this is the one that our theme song for this episode came from. Yeah, was, there are, uh, there's some very interesting music choices in can, this episode. And speaking of theme songs, can I just talk about the Degrassi theme song in these seasons? Uh, it's got that, like, Beach Boys vibe to it, like, with that... Woo! Oh, yeah, it's got, like, backup singers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, in, in the pantheon of Degrassi theme songs, that it's one of the better of the later years, I yeah. think. Um, but well, I, it does just make me want to woo-woo a lot, like the Beach Boys. Yeah, so just, yeah, it is. It is. Just like to comment on the theme songs, because it's a big part of watching the episode for me. Is screaming along with the theme songs at the top of my lungs. So, you you know, if you change it up on me, it confuses me. Confuses me throughout the seasons. And I don't like that, Degrassi. I don't like being confused. All right. You know, I I agree. I I feel like it's hard because I feel like I'm biased. I, I, of course, think of, like, just straight up first, like, the next generation like first season yeah. that's what i'm always singing in my head but uh but that's that's just because of my age at you know 
I know all the words because at least that stays the same. Um, but I can't wait till we get to our junior high episode so that we can do our uh, our eighties yeah. version of the theme song. Yeah. So it's gonna be good. So now that we've had our rant about some of the theme song theories that we have, <laughs> uh, uh, so this episode is about. Okay, this focuses on Riley, and Riley is an interesting character. Um, I mean, for, when they they didn't really give him a strong introduction as a character, and then they kind of throw him in this very confused place. But at this point, Riley is actually in like a really what seems like a really nice, strong relationship. With Zane, right from the jump of this episode. Yeah, only when they're alone, though. That's the catch. But that's what they start you off with. So yeah. it's actually, you see it, and you're like, wow, yeah. this is good. Riley deserves this. Because Riley, you know, was kind of crazy and controlling and he's mean. Dealing, he's been dealing with his anger, so he's become a more per- peaceful person in I some mean, ways. I don't know. I don't... I, I, I don't when well, he's say, not like hitting people anymore. Yeah, but the, you, but there's nothing to get him riled up about. You know what I mean? When he starts to get riled up, every time he starts to get riled up, I'm like, oh god, he's gonna Here beat people again. up. So I get nervous because Riley, to me, seems like he definitely like is sitting on the fence of uh, one day, you know, becoming a domestic violence offender. Yeah, and could be, you know, Degrassi all grown up. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> I believe you. I believe better in Riley. Um, yeah. So so Riley's on track to basically become the head quarterback and captain of yeah. the DeGrassi Panther team. Um, when Drew, who is new at the school, kind of kind of into that spot, thinking he's a good quarterback, and it's kind of like, hey, yeah. I'm pretty cute. It's, yeah, I could. I was cute in my old school. I was quarterback. I could I throw. I, I could throw the pigskin a couple dozen yards. I can do that, you know. So he's feeling uh, feeling himself. Yeah. Um. And uh. And so so, so there's he, a little bit of head to head competition here. They're starting to they're starting a little rivalry between them for this position of captain. Um, well, it seems like well, like it's it also seems like at first he's like. Oh, cool! I'm gonna be friends with the dude. Drew's like, I'm gonna be friends with the dudes on the football team, you know. And he, because he goes up and he signs his name to, to you know, try out. And so he starts chatting with Riley, and that's when he sees Zane, and Zane shows up and signs up. Yeah, and, he's like, I want to show that gay guys can play sports, which of course, you know, like yeah, like Zane's very comfortable it, with that. He says it right in front of Drew. And Drew immediately just goes, oh, you're gay? Like, as, like, a thing? And yeah. he's just like, yep. And then, you know, then it was left at nothing. Like, oh, and then he's like, oh, you guys know each other? He said, and Drew says to Zane, like, oh, you know each other? And then Riley goes, he's in my algebra class. And we know, we know right there. Now you're not even going to act like you're friends, bro. You're just going to act like he's an acquaintance from Yeah, there. like you can't be friends with a gay dude. Like, man, your homophobia, you're in yourself. Just be his friend. Just self-hating say he's a friend. homophobia. Like that is, I mean, look, I, I understand you're in a tough place as an athlete, but don't be a dick no, to your, don't, to your boyfriend. Just say, I mean, yeah, exactly. If One thing that you maybe don't want to come out, I understand that's not an easy thing. I don't really think it's great to pressure people. So I don't feel like Zane is 
pressuring him. He really wasn't. He just wanted to spend exactly. time with him. So all he had to do was just act like they was friends. Yeah. But it's like, also, I think that's the kind of shit that gives you away. The more, like, uh, anti-you, the more pushed away you push yourself, it's like you're almost pushing yourself onto the side, like, that everybody thinks you're on. Yeah. But, anyways... Drew gets a hint of, oh, here's one guy. That's kind of of a thing. But the more and more he hangs out with Riley, it's like he's, it seems like he's trying to be friends with him to like kind of figure out, like find his weaknesses. And, and he, and then he finds out that he's the, he knows he's the quarterback, but then Riley finds out that that's kind of the position that Drew, Drew tells him that he was the quarterback and kind of lets him know, like, uh, I'm coming at you, but in like a friendly way. And as soon as that happens, you can tell they're like, Riley feels the, he's intimidated now and now feels even more of a pushback of like, there's no way I'm going to let anybody know that I'm in a relationship with Zane because this kid's already wants my spot yeah and so and so once once zane signs up for the team uh him and riley end up having to have a little go at it with each other in the gym and it's kind of a heated discussion like it was one of those scenes where it's like man like i really feel bad for zane and i and i really i really wish riley could kind of like get himself together a little bit not like not be so confused with i mean like look i understand how hard this is but like he's he's so confused and he's taking it out on the one person who understands him the best yeah. and is willing to work with him the most and he is like kind of being real rude to Zane about how he like really can't spend time with him around other yeah, people. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's basically just like I can't like you need to like stop talking to me in front of people. Like Yeah. It's like um what do you want me to do? Like and that's when, you know, all of a sudden though, you see Drew's been watching the whole conversation. From outside through the window to gym. So, like, he sees that this kind of intimate conversation is going on. I think he pretty much gets the hint that this is happening. Now, you don't really know, since this is Drew, like, right at the beginning, you don't really know where he stands. Like, if he's, like, you don't know if it's because he's homophobic that he's just going to, like, go and blast Riley and Zane to get them off the team. But if it was really like that... He would have just immediately went and said something and caused a problem. Yeah. But it's really more about just getting his position as a quarterback to hold it against Riley because he's just like, he can tell Riley's obviously like hurt by that. Like yeah. that that's gonna freak that's gonna freak him out because he's not come out to the team. It's mind games, baby. So this Drew's is where... pretty much playing. You know, not for nothing. It's kind of hot, Drew. <laughs> thinking like for the spot like you know like that's kind of like him just like i'm working for myself yeah i'm in 11th grade and i can be the quarterback i don't really care i don't care what you think (laughs) yeah he's sorry riley he's playing the game he's playing the he's playing the mind games you know and this is where the blackmail comes in you know the big topic of today the blackmail because now he has this juicy nugget of info uh that he can hold against uh riley and 
he thinks that that alone is enough to to make Riley kind of step I mean, out of his way. Pretty much is because it seems. I mean, it definitely. He definitely. I think Riley definitely thought it was over for him. You know that like he was gonna yeah. have to. Yeah. At first, uh, but he does think it's unfair, which it is. It's unfair. Riley earned that position by being a team player and a captain and a friendly guy. You know. To the football guys, you know, he's pretty friendly. He's bros with all them. So, yeah. So I feel like he's put in his work. He's been there for a long time, you know. So uh, Drew kind of coming out of left field with this uh, with this nugget of info and holding it against him kind of puts him in a weird place. And and you can see he's kind of he he doesn't jump in with the blackmail because he doesn't know Riley that well. It's kind of got to work his way up to it. Yeah, he's trying so he's to like, like he's like slowly trying to. Like, put Riley in uncomfortable positions. Like, they have that barbecue, and he's like, everyone should bring their date. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, no, he just turned to, he just turned to Riley and was like, bring a date, bro. Yeah. Like, basically, he's like, you should bring a date. So then Riley's like, cool, great. Now I have to find a chick. I did this all last year. It was like, two. I've, that's all I've been doing through high school. Just find chicks so I can bring them places. <laughs> the kid was making up stories half the time about chicks he was hooking up with and, like, being mad possessive over girls. Like, quick, make out with me now here in front of everyone. And you're like, no, I don't do this with the guys I date. Stop doing this. Yeah, it's not how people act, okay? <laughs> um, so, of course, he found a chick. But this poor chick happens to be Marisol. And this is her first This is her appearance. first episode. And she's introduced by him as Marilyn because he does not know her name. Because he does not care. And he only cares about dudes, apparently. Yep. In this so context, he, so according he, to Drew, according to Drew, that's not my like. Yeah. That's because that's where Drew's like. Drew's like you're having a hard time remembering girls' names, but I uh, see so you've been talking to Mister Gay a lot. <laughs> uh, it's like ooh, with the homophobia yeah, early that on. Sounds, Drew. Yeah, come on, bro. It's w- w- me and Megan were talking about this. It's like it's weird that he comes out with this. Like he he claims he's not homophobic in these episodes, but Drew, knowing he has a trans brother, yeah, you know, he should be a little bit more open minded yeah. to yeah. people at school. Yeah. I think. Uh, granted, they haven't introduced that fact in this season yet, so there's a so possibility it's like you're, that you're, they it's still open that he could be this like really twisted guy who wants to do that but you're just like dude you're picking on this guy it you feel like if you're gonna pick on him maybe pick on him if you want however i mean he's kind of a douchebag sometimes you could probably just figure out a way to pick on riley on his own because he's kind of a douchebag sometimes so yeah he acts kind of weird he gets nervous and says the wrong thing all the time like just wait just, just wait. Just wait for your opportunity to not be homophobic. Yeah. Look, that's 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 always good advice. Yeah. Uh, so you know that that whole thing is going down. But also, while while this is happening, Allie's like like struggling with herself, like trying to become oh yeah, a cheerleader. Yeah. She, side plot. Yeah, side plot. That ch- Allie's like wants to become a cheerleader now because she's like, I'm bored and like I want to be the most popular person and I want to hook up with every guy. She wants to have like a crew, and she yeah, thinks she like the only the people posse. that have crews are like the Claire's not enough of a posse yet for yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, like this is the problem with this is always my problem in these shows is like when somebody talks to their best friend about how they don't have friends. Like I, like, I always cool, felt like I, I was that friend in high school, and it's like. Yeah, you have friends. Hey, and they're like, I no, I don't. Know. And I'm like, I, I can think of one. <laughs> uh, so uh, 
so I always hate that. But Claire is very like, and I'm you know I understand where Claire's coming from. She's like, yeah, I I, I can't be your only friend. Go and find. Go and. She's like, please, because sometimes you know you you're nuts. Sometimes you're nuts, and I don't know how to deal with it. So. Um, so she, that's going on, and she's like doing all weird shit, and then she comes up with this. Just I'm just gonna say it. She comes up with the big D. Dance squad or dance crew. The dance big, crew. The big D. Big that D. sounds totally normal. And why is that the big D? Is it like big dance? The big that Degrassi. Sound... Oh. See. It's the big that D. Is, it's hard for me to think of anything other than dick when you say the big D. It's the D. big dick dance so crew. it's hard for me. <laughs> Back with Bandari rolling through with the big dick dance crew. That's it. That's that's what I was struggling with. So I was kind of like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Um. So that's going on. That's where those all the weird music is happening. So I mean, because obviously everybody's so excited, football's about to start. So she wants to just basically be able to go to every football game, and it's like, just go. Yeah, just go. The, and if you need a crew, I don't know, send out a, a, a an invite, text to everyone, like, yo, I'm going. I'm, Gonna go smoke weed under the bleachers. Like, do you guys wanna <laughs> come hang out with me? Like, figure it out. I don't know. I'm gonna be up in the backwoods. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be backwoods and with the ba- and with backwoods Mandari, yo. Anyways, so, I, you know, Drew threatens to blackmail Riley. So, Riley basically panics. And he's like, there's no way I'm gonna... I'm going to give up my quarterback position. So I'm just going to strip Drew naked and tape him to the flagpole. Yeah, I've never hazed anyone, but that seems like a bad way to prove you're not gay. I just, Uh, I also don't, I Is by stripping the other quarterback naked and tying him up. But I'm not implying that that makes you gay. But I am going to say that it doesn't, it, the optics aren't good. Yeah. Uh, it's just a weird thing. It's like, well, you're the new guy, so you're this is what you all get. And you're like, well, I don't know. It just seemed very weird uh, and strange. So the fact that that happened, Drew kind of, I guess, wasn't really sure where Riley stood after that, considering his mom was like, Drew's mom was losing it. Yeah, Drew's mom shows up at the school and starts kind of throwing down for Drew, and is like, ah, you think it's a coincidence that uh, the guy who's trying to be quarterback got tied up to the pole? I think we all know who did it. Um, Which, you know, we do at home. But But uh, also, this is the thing. You know, I don't really feel like Snake and uh, the coach... Handled that situation too great. I feel like they kind of been, they should have been like, yo, that stuff should not happen. They were like, you know, we're sorry. Yeah, they're like, we're figuring it out. out. We're figuring the investigation. What investigation? This is, you know what this is. This is a little bit of boys will be boys action. I know. Uh, That's what I'm trying to say, man. But that's gym culture. He was a gym coach. And that's, uh. This is this is like the worst position I think Coach Armstrong really gets himself into in the yeah. entire series. He is like the most drama free. Yeah, the most drama free like teacher at Degrassi. Like Armstrong has been around. 
He's like around the like he one of the out. longest, and like he doesn't really get into storylines. Never dated with kids. anybody. He's helped a few people. He's like you know put people in positions where they they can succeed. He sometimes said positive things. Yeah, sometimes he'll you know give you a nudge in the direction if you're kind of acting like a jerk. But Armstrong never really been a bad guy. But this is some boys will be boys behavior out of him. I think so, and I think we need to call that out. So I think he might that. be our call out of the week. For yeah, me, I'll call him out. Coach Armstrong, because you're usually so nice and so good, you get our call out of the week. Because you, you should have been better than that. You should have been the coach that understood that that is over. Bullying's wrong, and that uh, doesn't exist. And hazing's lame. Like, can I, mean, we... I don't understand what people are like hazing. As if hazing has like, like, oh yeah, I get it. No. No, you don't get it. What What do you need? What do you have to prove to hang out with people? What do you gotta? You gotta yeah. like burn me and like brand me in order to hang out with you as friends. That's what hazing is. What is it like? We we all have like a tournament of things you have to go through, jump through hoops to be my fucking friend. No. Yeah, I don't want to be friends with a person who needs uh, to haze it. me. I'm not doing that. Hazing is a grazing of the soul. It's another saying I've just come up with. I'm joining some weird skull and ball, like crossbone <laughs> society in Harvard and Yale with George Bush. I'm joining the Big D dance crew. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. I am going to join the Big D dance crew, and I'm going to actually play some music that you can shake your big One, D two, to. Three, four, five, six, seven. I like it. I like it. I do. Uh-huh, I don't know what happens yeah. to Degrassi. Uh-huh, yeah, There's a the lot music of music right there in the later seasons. I feel like they up the music a lot. Like, yeah, but there's this like... season kind of does not have that. Yeah, like, I don't feel that this is like uh, an upped version of music. I feel like this is like the target band. Stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. not that Target fans are bad. I didn't mean that they upped their music game. I didn't mean they made it better. I just meant they put a lot more music in these seasons. Like, I feel like they used, like... Like, in the early seasons, it's a lot of, like, incidental music. Like, a lot of, like, compose... Like, you can tell it's, like, that Degrassi brand music. Yeah. And when it... I think it's it... a little more soap opery that way. Whereas now they try to, like, theme certain, so like, you know, music to... I can't say for sure if this is when it switched to Teen Nick as a channel. Yeah. But I feel like they were trying to go for that, like, Disney Channel pop Yeah, that's, pop that's music what it vibe. feels like, yeah. Um, and I feel like it takes me out of it sometimes. It like, I'm like, I don't need all this music in there. I like it better when it's got that, like, just that, like... Just leave, like, some, like... Yeah, some, like, some of that, like... But no, I I think that you know I think that it was a little bit better when you had just like a transition, yeah. You know, like just we got used to those quick. music cues, you know, and yeah. you know the you know the vibe, you know You're the like, feeling. Oh of no, the room. someone's gonna cry. Yeah. Oh no. So I I think I I think I missed that a little bit, and I think this music is not my not my fave. But I will continue to sing, I like it, I like it, I do. Yeah, please just take a look at the dance. Just go on, and if you're watching the 99 Problems episode. Oh, yeah, just... I like to do an imitation of the dance, too. You can't hear it, but I'm going to do it now. He's it's doing, like he's this, doing it. and you do a I'll... little like, one, two, three, I like it. See, I hit my chair. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to film the next time he does that, so that way people can see. It'll be on the, the Twitter slash Instagram slash yeah. Facebook. Yeah, just get on there. We'll make fools of ourselves for you. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, so that it's just gotten weird. That was weird. The music is weird, and and the people dancing, and then they're dancing on the field, and it's just Allie by herself because she's basically like, I don't even really care about dancing. I just care about going to the football games. And they're like, What? I don't really. Why did we join yeah, this? Find something else to do if you just care why don't about. Why you just join a football club? Like, <laughs> this is post Jane years. Join the football team itself. I, damn it. Yeah. Damn. Right. Um. Although I did like that she wore Darcy's uh, power oh, squat yeah. when she went to audition she for the did. power that squat. Was sweet. She was like, "Yeah, it's Claire's older sister." I'm like, "Yeah, respect Darcy. Uh, give her, throw some respect on Darcy's name." Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, so shout let's, out. let's let yeah, shout out to Darcy. <laughs> shout out to Darcy. Shout out to Darcy for get, passing down her cheerleading outfit. So I'll, not I'll bringing it with her to college like a weirdo or yeah. whatever it was she did after. Yeah. Uh, she, like, went away and, like, did something interesting with her life. Um, so, I mean, that's pro- I mean, that black, I feel like as a, out of the two, when it comes to the blackmailing, I have to say, I think it, this one is more complicated because, you know, I don't really, I don't like someone trying to out somebody. I don't think that's a good way to black I'd rather I'd rather see a cheater get blackmailed those, yeah a cheater a cheater deserves to be blackmailed a little bit more than someone who's closeted gay like yeah, that like is not I don't not... really think someone should be forced out yeah that's a personal and thing and it seems kind of messed up for Drew to do that and, so and this is another thing we've talked about like in like a like in real world uh setting like athletes it's still an uncomfortable world for them to come out into. Yeah. Like, I was... I, off the top of my head, I can only think of, like, Olympians that are, like, very <laughs> proud and out, uh, that can, like, talk about it without facing repercussions. Like, there's still not, like, a well-known, like, football player or, like, you know, yeah. there there are certain sports that have, that have, like, players who are out and, like, they're... <sighs> and I, that's not to say that, like... That's, again, it's not to say that there's pressure on those people that they should have to, but you can tell that there's still a culture of of uh, discrimination when it comes to some of these things. And so I think I think it's kind of it's it, it's almost understandable where Riley's coming from yeah. in terms of like he wants to make it because the world hasn't caught up to that in in a fucked up way. Yeah. Uh, and it's also like look, it's one thing to like like I get where Zane's coming from where it's like he feels so comfortable and he feels like he's so he's so confident that he can prove to people that it does your sexuality doesn't change your talent. Yeah, that's great athlete, for him. I think he's doing I the right thing, but that's not but for me to feel, say like I think he's doing the right thing, but I also feel like he also doesn't seem like someone who's completely focused on a career in football. Like, I mean, I think... Oh, well, yeah, he signed up to be a kicker because of whatever. because, yeah, it wasn't like he's like, I really enjoy football. He obviously enjoys sports. He's a swimmer, sports. though, right? He's yeah, a, he, I mean, granted, he's got a good body. Like he I said, Olympians, Olympians, yeah. that there's, that that's not... I mean, not all swimmers are Olympians, but... Yeah, uh, Zane has got a good body, but that's... Because they're that—that's what I feel like makes Riley and Zane's relationship work. Because they're both like you know athletes, so that that's that's cool that they have that connection together. They do—they obviously work out, and that's what got him to want to join the team. But like 
Riley really wants, obviously, football to be, like, a lifetime thing for him. Coming out is really, a, that's, a, that's like, a decision he's making now for his career for the rest of his life. This could cause his, you know, decisions to be made on his <laughs> career because someone knows. And if it starts at high school, then he has to be the football player who's, the first openly gay football player. Like, that's a lot of fucking pressure. Like, so it does seem really twisted to do uh, blackmail like that. You know, I think that... Yeah, like, so for all the... So Drew, really, do you need this quarterback position like that? Like, come on, bro. Did you, was it worth it? So for all the shit that we gave uh, to Hunter, Drew... Uh, this is messed up. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah. Shame. Uh, Listen, Drew, you're cute. When you later on down the line, you definitely come around. You know, I like you and Claire. It's it's kind of a cute thing, but... He matures a little bit. He does, he does. Where he's at right here, he's very cocky and without a lot to show for it. Yeah. Um... And it, it, this is this is definitely a bad moment for you, bro. And I feel bad for how his mom was ignored, but also she kept showing up to school expecting things to be dealt with immediately. And maybe well, they should have like been. like on her time. <laughs> like, it wasn't really immediately. She just kept showing up at like every function that was going on. And was just like, what's going on? Everybody's here together right now? You guys at practice? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I definitely feel like they should have handled that just a little bit better because it's one thing to tie a student up to a flagpole. Like, don't get me wrong, tie up to a flagpole, I get it. But you stripped the person naked and tied them. Like, that to me is a little bit invasive. And I would be, if I was a parent, I'd be a little bit, I don't know, like, upset a lot. If if my kid was like hanging naked outside of the school, yeah, it's pretty so, messed up. So, pretty, pretty messed up. Yeah, so I would, shame on you, Riley, and the rest of the team for jumping in. Riley, that was boy culture. Well, that, boys that, will be boys culture. Owen, like bro. Oh, you, Owen, this is Owen's first episode uh, as well. Two first episodes, Marisol and Owen. Welcome to the Degrassi team. And they really don't affect anything until no. later on. This is they're really just no. sneaking them in there. You yeah, know? Owen's just really, really nasty. It's like they, it's like everything that comes out of his mouth is just really homophobic <laughs> and rude. You're like, why do you keep talking? Yeah, what a way to introduce a character. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, no, this guy's a kind of a douche. Yeah, uh, yeah, he just like really looked silly in this episode. So. You know, you got that going on for well, Owen. Thanks, like, Owen. Like we said, shout we ha- out for being a grump. Shout out to being a grump. Um, so that's that's those are the three episodes that we that we really wanted to talk about. Well, we, we talked about the two main ones, and the third one, the one we talked. Well, about the, it was, was a two parter. Yeah, that's why I was counting the. I was counting fault. the two parter. I wasn't counting. I guess I don't count two parters as two parters in my mind. I'm like all inclusive. Yeah, they uh, are two parters. Just for the length of of watching its sake, three episodes. You're right. It is. Um, so I mean. Do we have? I mean, I think, like I said, the blackmail was the blackmail's worse, worse situation for for Riley and 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 I think I learned to not blackmail people. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. like I said, I don't think I would have done that before, but I definitely learned not to do it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also, you know, a thing to learn, you know, is. I always like to. I always like to get to the topic of of what I should have learned this week. Well, I feel like what you should learn is maybe. 
be weary about what you put on the internet in general. I know that th that really doesn't happen. You know, I mean, Hunter's harassing people on the internet and then people find out, but... You know, that's not even the blackmail. He blackmails the hooking <laughs> up, so I don't... Yeah, fuck. he should be blackmailed for being the person that is doing that stupid shit. Yeah, exactly. Somebody should find his Twitter and be like, can you believe Hunter's writing this lame-ass crap at people? Doesn't he have anything better to do with his life? It's fucking Maya, for God's sake. Who wants to harass Maya? Exactly. That's so, what I would have done, but that's just me. Just be weary of what you put on the internet. I think that that, like, what we're talking about with, like, when we brought up the Oomph Chat, Oomph Chat. episode, that's actually uh, the episode called Firestarter, which is also a two-parter. Um, I We didn't really go into that, but that's, they're, like, Snapchatting their, like, titties for money, like, they're making money. So, basically, the whole school caught on, and everybody knew about it, and then somebody blackmailed you. That's, <laughs> you know, that's the kind of stuff you have to be careful about. So... <laughs> Just be weary, you know, who you send stuff to and what you put out there. And, you know. Yeah. Don't blackmail people. Because, um, you know, you'll definitely be way more susceptible to being blackmailed if you're blackmailing people. You're right. Um, so that's, those are, that's what we, that's what we that's have planned to talk about. Today's episode. Um, thank you guys for listening. As usual, we will tell you, uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are Degrassi High AF on all of those. So just a quick thing before we completely sign off. We know, uh, we're, okay, we're big horror fans, and Halloween is coming up. So we are excited. Here's a little side note, though. If you really like Zane, and I mean, who doesn't really like Zane? I really like Zane. I, I really, I really like their relationship, Zane and Riley. But I like Zane. This is a big episode for Zane. And his Zane, confidence is cool. He's, yeah, he's the kind of like guy that you want to hang out with like all the time because you feel like he's gonna make you confident because he's positive. Yeah, you know. So Zane is. His actor. Wait, uh, can, we, can we not call him his actor? I feel like he's oh, a yeah. person. Oh, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> no, Zane, what's his real name? Was Shannon that? Cook, I think. Yeah. He's, the actor is in The Conjuring. And if yeah. you guys want to watch some scary movies for Halloween, you should definitely check out The Conjuring because it's a great horror film and fucking Zane's in it. Yeah, so you get to spill a little of your Degrassi love into your Halloween spirit. And so since we figure this episode's coming around out in October, it might be good to give you a push to just watch yeah, it and it. and see see spookies. what he's been up to. Support him as in his career. Um yeah. because all these actors, I'd love them so much. Yeah, we again, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you can definitely find all of the people, all the actors from Degrassi. We follow all of them and they are fun. Yeah, it's not so like I'm not I'm not a person who's super into like following actors' personal lives, but these actors, uh I'm not I just enjoy their, their yeah. Instagram and Twitter feeds. Like I feel like they it, there's something about the very Canadianness of them all that yes. I that I find appealing on my feed. So. And sometimes when when your when your when your Twitter feed or your your Instagram feed is getting a little like bummery, these are the pe these people out. give life to check that. them out. So uh, Just check a couple out. But anyways, now I feel like we can we can wrap it up. We're probably we're gonna have some. We're definitely gonna have 
a new a flashback yeah. episode that we're definitely going to come up with soon. We're going to start going back into the Degrassi Junior High. We're going to go past the next generation. It's not going to be the next generation. It's going to be the generation before the next generation. We have like three or four episode ideas lined up that we were like chomping at the bit to get to. So, so we just had to get this one out and we will have more. But Halloween is coming upon us. We're going to have a bunch of stuff ready. Yeah. For spookiness, I'm I'm excited. There's so much to talk about, and I think I'm gonna have I'll, I'm gonna wait till the next episode to talk about yes. it. But 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 we'll, we're definitely gonna be doing a flashback episode. So get ready, get go back, watch your old junior high episodes. Get yeah, get if those you characters. if you've never seen it before, then maybe we get to experience this together for the first time. Are you guys excited about that? Let us know if you are. Let us know if you're not. It's yes. okay. Please tweet at us. We were excited. We got some tweets last time. We get some Instagram comments we love every it. now we love and again. Okay. It makes us feel like what we're doing has purpose. Yes. Uh, and, and feedback is great. Like, Yeah, let us know. I'm sensitive, so be gentle with me. But feedback is awesome and what you want to hear. I'm not, but I'm also impulsive. So, so she might she gentle. might yell at you. So <laughs> so I will be I will take your feedback to heart and she will uh she will tweet back at you like, yo, no, what? So Yeah, I I, I will lose my cool sometimes. So you'll know who, won't you'll know who you're you. talking to depending on the response you get. But thank you guys again for listening. It means a ton to us. Thank you so much.